0: Hey there my friends, um, today is January 8th, 2024, happy new year, um, I am back and uh, I am home today and I, my youngest who started school in September of this year uh, just casually fell asleep and so I said this is my time. Um, this podcast has been on my mind a lot lately, and I have been meaning to come on to, um, record that I've had uh, quite a few things happen in the last little while that I needed to take care of emotionally and mentally. Um, so just a quick update, um, the holidays, uh, started kind of pretty good. Um, maybe about, uh, 10 days before Christmas, we celebrated with my, um, actually I'll back up a little bit. Um, let's see the first, the very first, like, I guess, holiday event that we had was my work Christmas party. Um, I recently started a job in August and, um, you know, this is like the first time, first Christmas party. I worked for this company 15 years ago and I just had all of these like great memories and this is an amazing company that I work for. Um, and I was so excited to go to the Christmas party. I planned, um, sleepovers for the kids. So two went one place, two went another, And, uh, you know, I was ready and knew what was going to happen that day. So um, I brought my one son to karate and then uh, grabbed a few things that we needed and went to go drop off two kids to my mom's and packed the bags for the girls and kind of did things around the house and. Um, I forget what else had went on that day, but, you know, like by the time everyone was set and gone, it was two o'clock in the afternoon already. Um, By that point, I had already been up probably since around 5 a.m. And um, yeah, I was excited to go. I was excited to hang out with, um, you know, the people that I trained with and kind of just get dolled up and go out. I know for myself as a mom, I don't do that ever. And so, um, you know, adult night out and I was excited. And then by the time I came home, I was like, I'm just going to take a little nap. Um, because I knew I would need it if I wanted to stay up. Um, and I'm not like, I don't get socially awkward around not drinking in public generally because, it's my life and um, I don't need to explain that to anyone why I don't drink. Although I'm super proud and I recover out loud, so I have no problem with it. But, um, you know, I have no problem turning down or like saying no to a drink or explaining to people. Um, Although I don't have to. And uh, so yeah, so I woke up from a nap, I had plenty of time to get ready and everything. And I just kind of was like in one of those you know, the house is quiet. There's no kids. So like, I don't want to go anywhere. And so um, then I ended up turning out to be a, I want to just clean and organize and, like, feel centered and get some stuff done. And then, you know, let's order in some food. We ordered in some Thai food. And let's catch up excuse me, on some TV shows that we haven't been able to catch up on because, you know, there's just, there's sports on. So my husband watches that and I've been watching my own shows and kind of trying to get to bed early and whatnot. So total buzzed. I didn't go, you know, and then later on that night, I, I felt bad that I didn't and I kind of regretted not going, but You know, I got a lot of sleep. I slept in. I felt good the next day. Um, Plans. Oh my gosh, I'm so yawny. Sorry. Um, And then plans number two, I had um, a work kids Christmas party. And although I woke up not wanting to go either because that is the mind of from what I believe, a overtired, overstimulated mom, um, anxiety, panic, depression, like a lot of that just clicks in. And um, I used to be such a social person, and I don't know if it's anything else, you know, mentally that's going on. But um, we ended up going, we brought the kids, it was chaos Only in the sense that bringing four kids anywhere, and I think that's actually probably what a lot of it is, is I still get very anxious going out with all the kids, even if I have plenty of help, um, because we don't go and do things often and, um, it's just a lot to process and then I'm usually tired before I even get there. Um... So we went, it was so much fun, the kids had a blast. My work had put on an amazing kids' Christmas party, a Grinchmas per se, and it was super great. We went to my in-laws after, the kids opened up presents. Um, During that time, you know, my grandmother that I have spoke about in other podcasts um, had still been dealing with health issues and memory loss and just a couple other things. And so um, there was just a lot going on that day. And I remember, you know, reading messages and kind of just being in a fog because there was just some stuff going on and kind of got sidetracked and, you know, wanted to go home and everything. But I kept pushing through for the kids and, we ended up having an amazing night. We went out for dinner with my in-laws, and um, and we went to go see Christmas lights um, locally. There's like a huge city event where they decorate an entire like park, and it's it was beautiful. It was so amazing. I had never been, although it's been on for a few years every Christmas, and it was just so fun. Like we had such a great night. Everything went perfect, um, once I look at it afterwards, and, um, you know, we had a good time, and then, uh, after that, so that was, like, December, probably 17th, I think, or so, um, 15th, and, um, oh, I can't stop yawning, I'm so sorry, and, um, so after that, uh, the next, I guess, big event, um, would have been the, sh- oh, whatever the Sunday was, December 17th, 18th, I think it's 17th was the Sunday. Um, and we were going to do this little Christmas meal thing that we do and, Um, my sister and her family and my mom, and we were going to bring it to the nursing home this time so that my grandma can be involved because she's generally there with us. And um, that day turned into a lot of chaos. Um, My grandma, uh, earlier in the afternoon, after she had some family visit, um, she, in some memory confusion or whatnot. She's not really sure what happened, but she ended up falling and she um, fractured her pelvis. So how that kind of worked out, you know, um, I get a message from my mom saying she's on her way to the hospital. I'm leaving my house now. And I, I told my sister, so she told my aunt, um, And so, you know, my mom's en route to the hospital. She's about 20 minutes, so 15 minutes away. My aunt's en route to the hospital. She's about 20, 25 minutes away. And I'm about maybe 10, 12 minutes from the hospital. So um, I said, okay, no problem. Dinner, you know, we can pause that. Let's take care of this and... So I went to the hospital and again, my mood is like always a little worried, but, you know, pretty calm collected. And, um, there, I got there and, you know, long story, I guess, short, um, you know, she's in the emergency room or she's very confused. Um, my aunt's there, my mom's there, I'm there. My sister ends up coming with the cooler of all the food that she had, uh, grabbed and done for supper that we were supposed to have. And, um, she had it all packed in a cooler, just keeping it warm and so much, so much happened just like, I want to be respectful of, Family that may listen, but you know, there was just a lot of I think stress, a lot of worrying. Um, and there was just like a little bit of uh, what would be the word? There was just a little bit of I'm trying to think of a really gentle word. And my mind's running a blank. But there was just like a situation that happened and um, ended up being that uh, there was a little bit of heat in the argument um, and it turned into, as I was leaving, like as I was leaving on a good note, as I was leaving, just to kind of like... Give a break and and you know be able to be there later on that night or in the morning if I needed to be um, as I was leaving there was some tension in the air, and uh I remember leaving and walking to my car, and I was already crying by the time I got to my car, and I just sat in my car and I was like, "I'm done." I'm just, I'm so done. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Like, there was no way to explain how I felt unless you've had a moment like that. Um, I don't know, and it must be, but, you know, there is just a lot of stuff in one time that must have built built up, and, um... I just, I'll call it what it is, but I had a complete mental breakdown, a complete nervous breakdown in my car, and I remember just solid thinking, I'm done. And what that I'm done meant, I didn't really know at that point. I just was like... I just wanted no longer a part of anything, of anything. Good, bad, didn't matter. I just didn't want it anymore. And so um, I ended up leaving the hospital um, as I, like, at least collected my emotional side of it. Because I was just like, I'm done. Like, I'm done a night. And I felt good about saying that and feeling that way at, in the moment. And um I was content with that. So I called my husband and I just said like, I'm leaving the hospital. I'm done with everything. I'm heading to Walmart to pick up the groceries because we were doing like curbside pickup or whatever because, you know, I'm still a mom. I got to do my chores. And so um, on my way to Walmart, I remember just like my mind just rattling and just processing. I don't even know why, like it almost now that I reflect back on it, it was just like a jumbo mess of thoughts and feelings. And I just couldn't control, contain anything in my brain. And, um, I remember parking and typing in my phone that I was there and I was, I believe still crying at this point. Or like emotional in some sense. And I opened my trunk. The guy put his put the groceries in. And now that I think about it. He probably caught on. Because he never came my window. And he was like have a good night. I'll close your trunk. And so closed up. And um, you know the grocery store. From my house is probably. Also like 10-12 minutes. You know. And so. Um, I remember driving home. And I remember the road I was on when I had the intense feeling of, like, this is it. Like, I just want nothing to do with the world, with my life. I want nothing to do with anybody. I love my kids. um, But, you know, they'll figure out life without me. Um, And now when I say that... I knew that I didn't want to be around anymore, but I also knew like I didn't have the physical stamina to do anything about it, I guess. Um, The moment still feels like very foggy, so um, at least... That's kind of how I'll leave it. Um, but yeah, I came home and um, I was like, the groceries are in the car. And I remember like walking in, and my brother in law was kind of packing things up. The kids had eaten, and the kids were kind of loud, having fun, laughing. And like, none of that mattered to me in the moment because I was just so mentally not wanting to deal with anything. Zero. And I went into my bedroom. My husband came in and he was like, do you want to talk? Like, what's going on? Like, you know, and I just was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And I just bawled. And I remember having an intense panic attack that was like bone shattering. Like my body was just shaking. I, feel like I was falling asleep like I was passing out I I just like I couldn't handle the emotions the thoughts I just couldn't handle anything and I told my husband you know what I was feeling and immediately oh. he said like all right like I'm here like I'm here um why don't you use resources that you have? And he started naming things off and was like, does any of that help? And I was just kind of like, I just need to go to bed. Like, I just need to like close my brain off. Obviously, I knew that that wouldn't happen. Um, By this time, I'll say it's probably like maybe 9 p.m. or so. I don't even really know. But um, one of the resources that my husband told me about which if you are in, I believe it's all of Canada, um, you can call or text, it's 988. And it's a suicide crisis prevention line. And I texted in, and I just kind of like exploded my thoughts on this lovely person. And uh I I told this person, you know, like how I was feeling and I just pretty much said like there there's nothing, like I don't wanna do anything about it. It's just like I'm so tired of just feeling tired of everything and I knew that the emotion I was feeling was not just overwhelm. I knew it was something that was bigger and stronger than me and I just couldn't handle it. And uh I ended up staying on the phone with that person till about one thirty in the morning. Until I finally got too tired to talk anymore. And I was just like at a point where I knew my mind was like at least content enough to sleep. And I did that. And the next morning I woke up. Super bright and early. And I got on my phone. And I messaged my sponsor. From AA. Um, I left a voicemail for my doctor's office cause it's still pretty early at this point. I left a mer- message for my psychiatrist. Um, and I sent an email off to my psychotherapist, my, uh, my therapist. And I just was like. I had a moment of complete overwhelm, mental breakdown, nervous breakdown, whatever you want to call it. And like, I need you. Like, I need to talk. I need an appointment. I need this. I need that. Um, And the most amazing thing about that exact morning and that moment is when I finally was content enough to go to bed the night before, it was because I knew what my, like what I was going to do next, which is contact these people and express how I felt and what had happened and share it and be able to know that those are my tools in my toolbox that I needed to utilize them. And so, you know, I went to my doctors, I had a therapy session all in the same morning um, because it was so close to the holidays. Um, I did get a phone call that evening and touch base with my psychiatrist and like all in all, just things were so like things worked out that day. Um But after talking with my doctor, um sorry my phone is beep beep beeping if you guys can hear that. Um after talking to my doctor, she suggested that I take some time off of work in order to concentrate on what I needed to concentrate on. Because, like, even though I did the talking, I did the phone calls, I did whatever, like, my mind um, was and still still kind of is, um, was in a very dark, empty place. And that place had none of the things that I knew would make me feel better or the things that I did that I didn't know would make me feel better. They weren't working. Like, I just felt very empty. I felt like my brain had been wiped clean. Um, it was just such an, a crazy, odd feeling. And so I knew that my mental health was suffering and I knew that I needed to concentrate on some self-care, whatever that looked like. And so, um, you know, I my doctor recommended some time off of work in order to be able to gain, you know, those, those nice clear thoughts back and, and do some, some work and some, um, self-care and, and, and whatnot. And so, um, yeah, I've been off now for, this is my, I'm ending my third week off, um, and so, yeah, so from December eighteenth <clears throat> december twenty second came, which was my dad's anniversary of his death. it was his uh it's his third anniversary of his death this year or twenty twenty three I should say, and that day looked pretty quiet. Um, it wasn't overly filled with grief. I think at that point I was probably still resting a lot only because what had happened a few days prior had just completely wiped me clean. Um, but overall, like we just tried, you know, concentrating, I tried concentrating on the kids and, um, just resting. And I promised myself I would do an AA meeting every single night. And so, From the 18th on, I did that. Uh, So we're at the 22nd. 24th comes along. It's Christmas Eve. And generally, that means something to do with my family. Because, again, we kind of see each other in little spurts here and there. We don't do, like, a huge Christmas thing. So I did, you know, my grandmother's traditions of making bouillon and... um, I ordered some meat pies and, uh, we kind of did our thing, opened gifts. It was still a very odd evening, not a comfortable night at all for me. Um, and I think mainly because I had reached out to three important family members about what had happened on the 18th and, um, and I got one who replied, and it was kind of a very generic, but meaningful message, hard to decipher. And um, probably the two most important family members <laughs> in my life never reached out to me. Um, and it's not that I needed the attraction for the like approval or. Um, the self-pity or anything. I just, like, wanted to feel loved or wanted to feel like I mattered. You know, I preach a lot of you matter and um, you're enough and all this stuff that I truly believe in. And when I came down to it, I just felt like I had nobody there. So uh, Christmas Eve was, Not a night that I wish to experience again. Um, But like the mood in the air was still pretty decent. Christmas Day was a beautiful morning with the kids and it was quiet and quiet in the sense that we didn't have anywhere to go. It was loud in the sense that I have four children who were opening gifts. Um, And my husband spent most of the day being a little elf. You know, assembling toys and putting batteries and things, and I just tidied up behind everybody and helped and kind of played and slept still a lot um, and then I think on Boxing Day, we saw my husband's brother and my sister in law and my niece for a short time um, and all the while. So I know it sounds like we did a lot, but, like, really compared to prior years or attending, like, events, like, we had nothing really to attend to. Um, But the entire holidays were just filled with very bad depression but not showing it, but just feeling something deep down. And again, maybe maybe I can call it depression now because I'm starting to heal from it all. But in the moment, I just felt very empty, very stupid per se, like I had no knowledge of my mental health to back up on, you know, and um, my sobri- my sobriety was... I guess, struggling in the sense of I didn't feel as confident in it. Although I knew I wanted to stay sober. Like it was just such a weird, super weird feeling. Still weird to kind of try to describe it because it's just so blurry. Um, And so that's (laughs) in 27 minutes in a nutshell. (laughs) That's how the holidays went, you know, and then, um, New Year's Eve, I had kind of made plans with one of my girlfriends and for her to come here, she's a single mom with her kids. And, um, I had talked to my sister cause, um, her, they generally come over on New Year's Eve. And so I kind of wanted to just keep the peace and leave things the way that, you know, I had pr- planned and maybe a good moment and a good five minute happy moment. And then regretted because I just get tired after I even think about doing stuff. Or once it gets close, my mind just tries shutting down. And so New Year's Eve was kind of quiet. My brother-in-law ended up being sick, so they didn't come. And um, we just hung out with the kids, and we did an early ball drop at 10 p.m. And my friend still came over with her two kids. And it was a nice night, but I was just... I remember just being very tired and very exhausted. Um and even talking about it now kind of feeling a little bit of those feelings again, just reiterating what I went through. My eyes are like shutting on me. It's just it's such a weird feeling and it's so insanely crazy how powerful your brain is. Um And I always say this because because I kind of feel like I have both sides of of the coin, you know, where I feel my feelings very strongly. I always have. I'm a very sensitive, emotional being, and um, I'm finally okay with those feelings being felt, and at first it really sucks <laughs> once you know life starts piecing back together and you reflect back on it it's good teaching moments you know to realize how a important mental health is and b like how you can feel in a state of depression is so strong that it literally will take over your mind, your body, and your entire life. And if you don't have the tools or you don't have the knowledge to reach out or you feel like you're always a bother to someone or you don't feel worthy or you don't feel loved or you know, you don't feel like you can put trust in someone, If any of those things are lacking, those moments can be very serious and very dangerous. And to reflect back on it now and know that, you know, I had a similar, probably a few similar experiences happen after my dad's suicide three years ago. And to experience it again now, those moments felt the same. In a given moment. But the difference was that three years later. Although I didn't think it at the time that I had any tools or anything. To kind of pull out to help me get out of that moment. In the moment I felt very empty and alone and um, useless. and But now that I look back on it. I realized that I utilized the tools that I had. I utilized, you know, the, the things that I knew that would work. I just couldn't tell it at the time. Like I couldn't see them making a difference. Um, And I still have some work to do for sure. You know, I really miss my work and I want to be back at work so bad but my biggest worry, and my biggest worry from my physician also, but mainly myself, because we all know we, ourselves the best, you know, is that I know if I bury myself into work, that I'm burying still some shit that I need to deal with. And, and until I can figure out how to mentally recoup in some of those areas. I know that if I don't handle them properly, that it will cause another destruction of, you know, this amazing set of, of great things that I've put together to help me better my mental health and my sobriety and my usefulness to the world and my spirituality and everything. Like I just, I know that if I rush too quickly and I ignore some of these things that are, you know, going on inside that this will happen again. And it may, may happen again, no matter what, but Um, I just want to really get it right and as right as it can be, you know, so that's where I sit tomorrow. I see my doctor and, um, my psychiatrist should be calling this evening and, uh, today the kids are back at school, so I just have one little one. And uh, tomorrow, I just, yeah, I have a, two or three appointments. So it will be probably feel like a long day. But what I'm going to do right now is end this because I'm going to listen to my body, which needs some nourishment and some rest. So thank you so much for listening. As always, thank you for being you. Thank you for allowing me to be me. And until we meet again, I shall be back soon. I have a great upcoming segment that I kind of want to touch base on with some questions from some people who listen and love me and are friends of mine. Um, I went to social media and asked, you know ask anything. And like, I will just put them in a bowl and pick blindly and just feel that question in the moment and try to express um, how I feel because I know that that stuff helps me as well. So I'm empowering myself, hoping to empower you. Let's take this journey together and I'll see you soon.